Hello, 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 listeners. Thank you for your patience. Welcome to another KG Fifth Ward Wildcat and Doc podcast. It's been nearly two months. I am KG, joined by the Wildcat. Doc may join us. He's on the road. He may call in and join us. If not, we'll just do a, a duo podcast, which we've done before. Wildcat, how are yep. you, sir? <clears throat> I'm doing a hell of a lot better than I was this morning when I got up. I tell you, I made it back home safely. The sun was out. Tomorrow gonna do some yard work, and that's gonna be a good day. So, how's it on your end, Bo? Uh, it's all right. I mean, that'll be one thing we're gonna touch on, and in the podcast. And for listeners who have not kept up with us on Twitter and or our Facebook page, our podcast Facebook page, we're just gonna get it out there and let you know that we are the podcast will not be focusing on. Men's basketball, specifically men's college basketball. You will not hear women's college basketball discussed on these podcasts. Um, one reason for it is basically, I just throw it out there. The men's regional is coming to Houston in 2020. Yep. The men's final yes, four is. is coming to Houston in 2023. The NCAA tournament, women's tournament isn't coming to Houston. Nope. Period. San Antonio and Dallas, so, New Orleans, and not us. Yes. So there you go with that. So we're done with that. So. We're going to talk uh, men's college hoops and Rockets NBA basketball as well. So, um, and also, I just want to throw it out there. You know, um, Wildcat's been dealing with stuff. Doc's been dealing with stuff. I'm dealing with stuff with my mom, her caregiver. All that stuff is all one of the reasons why, many of the reasons why we've had, haven't had podcasts in a while. But with our shift to men's college hoops and really just local hoops, in all honesty, so that will right. continue being Houston. Women's basketball, Rice women's basketball, TSU women, etc., including Texas A&M. We're just not going very far outside of our area. No. So it's going to involve no. those teams, and I throw it out there. So if you want to say we're being petty? Don't care. The only other time we're going to women's final four is if Houston, Rice, TSU, Texas A&M is participating. So right. after 2019, we're done with that too. So we're just tossing it out there as well. Don't like it? Don't care. Wildcat, we have been, we were um, in Philly for the American Athletic Conference Basketball Media Day. We yep. were also at the Southland Conference Basketball Media Day, which was in Houston at Toyota Center. And let me just say, we as in one, two, and that was it. Yes. <clears throat> we, you and me, were at that from representing the media. And then thirdly, you were at the Conference USA Hoops Media Day in Frisco. Yes. At the star. Okay, so uh, we were the so that was that's three <laughs> conferences that either both of us or Wildcat one of her was at in the last what is it last three weeks two three weeks yeah last three yeah last three weeks I mean we was like one two three bam so and that's not we're not throwing rocks at anybody. I he wasn't there. Okay, well, that's, yeah, go ahead, you know. <laughs> I toss them blocks. Because there's no excuse for you not to, especially when you've had, at a minimum, two men's teams out of this area to go to the tournament within the last 12 months, six months, rather. And let's say uh, this, the, the uh, Southland Conference Tournament, well, Media Day, excuse me, was at Toyota Center. So it was... In the city of Houston. Correct. 
So once again, so when we say me and Wildcat were the only media there at that media day, so you decide who wasn't there and you go from there and draw your own conclusions. And you can look at it, go to my blog, AKSVDCSRblogspot.com, and you can see my Southland uh, men's uh, basketball media day. It's all in there. All the teams, both men's and women's, that's it. It's a snapshot page. It's like uh, right. 24, 25, 26 videos, something like that, sir? Right? Uh, 26. 26 videos. Plus the commissioner of the, of the conference. And once again, what is that website? It is AKSVVCSRblogspot.com. So, uh, so check out his blog, and it's, it has a different look to it. It's a uh, mobile platform compatible, so go visit that blog. And I uh, interviewed, let's see, Willis Wilson from AM Corpus Christi, as well as HBU men's women's basketball coaches. And that's on my website, www.thehrr.com, the or the hrr.com. And for those uh, keeping up, visiting my site, my site is undergoing a transformation as well. Spent uh, months on it this summer. I changed everything to HTTPS, um, updating old items that were even, I stopped talking about old stuff back when the comments were playing interviews with Van Ch Chancellor and Cheryl Swoops and Tina Thompson. So that's in the archives. So old stuff back when it was AOL Press 2.0 uh, website. The software so all that's been updated so and one of the reasons for the updates and wildcat now going to discuss this as well one of the reasons for the updates was to have google ads added to my website to uh generate some revenue through the website in a more efficient manner so listeners both of us are encouraging you we're working on uh getting ads added to wildcat's blog we're encouraging all the listeners to click on the ads on my site, click on the ads on his blog, and uh, help us continue doing what we're doing. Because one of the reasons, as we discussed, mentioned earlier, with the men's regional coming to Houston, it'll be in, at Toyota Center in 2020. Men's Final Four will come to Houston in 2023. We are going to be discussing more and more men's hoops in these podcasts, building up, leading up to those two major events coming to H-Town. So um, in order to do that, in order to give you more insight that you may not get from any other places, this is a business, right? Yep. So we're looking for sponsors. We're looking for participants, supporters to help us continue doing what we're doing. You know, we have we have a passion for covering basketball. Walk has a passion for covering sports. He's a college sports reporter. So he covers all the sports, college sports. And in many cases, volleyball, soccer, those sports, he is the only only media person covering those sports. So just letting y'all know what we what what he does, what I do, and it's time for he and I and Doc as well to do a better job tooting our own horns, letting folks know what we do, and in some cases, what we do is not done by anybody else in Houston. And as of today, I did. Uh... Uh, make mention to Rice SID. Once conference play starts, I will be getting information from not just Rice Owls, 
but the visiting teams also in the conference, especially since um, Erica Agumake is their preseason player of the year, uh, voted by all the um, SIDs and coaches of the conference. I, I don't want to wait. At least, I, well, I, well, let me rephrase this. I didn't want to wait until the conference tournament to find out how everyone felt. Now I'm getting the information from them immediately after the game. And I got it okay by both SIDs, so it won't be a problem. I'm Excellent. going back to my old my, my old ways of getting the information from both coaches, and I think that's the way uh, uh, on my part. I think I should have stayed with that instead of just focusing on the on the home home squads because it's my blog, it's my information. I'm doing it my way. Agreed. There you go. And that's how we used to do it years ago. You and I both used to speak to the opposing coaches in post game. This was before we had blogs. You know, we had, we were working at KCOH or doing different write ups to different places. We had the opposing coaches on um, my side during write-ups as well as the home team. So it is my hope, goal to have the U of H opponents interviews with them, their post-game interviews on my site. So just like we used to do, we're going to some parts we're doing old school, going back to what we used to do, going back to our roots. And our roots is men's basketball. That's our roots. Yep. So... Some folks, and it is a risk that we are going from a small fish in a smaller pond of women's basketball and being a small fish in a bigger pond of men's basketball. When, and I'm but a thing, done it before, been there, done that. We could tell listeners stories about back in the day how we used to, you know, be at practices and all kinds of stuff, you know, that we used to do. So, we may be going back to those roots as well. So you just stay tuned to my website, his blog, for basketball insight coverage. Um, touch on a few things you mentioned, Erica Ogumake at Rice, being Conference USA, preseason player of the year. UVH men and women were predicted to finish third in the American. TSU men and women were predicted to finish second, each of them. In the SWAC, Trayvon Reed, big man for TSU, seven foot two, big man, was named preseason defensive player of the year, and also to the first team. Um, Gary Blackson was named from, from Prairie View, was named to the SWAC second team All Conference preseason. Uh, PV's women had two players named to the first team, and right now uh, both of them, their uh, names escape me, so I have to go to my website and look it up. But I did interviews, uh, write-ups from PV coach Sandy Pugh on my website, interviews and comments from Janetta Hayes-Perry from TSU, Johnny Jones from TSU Men's is on the website, PV coach Byron Smith is on the website. So once again, www.thehrr.com, or of course, for those who want to go the long route, HoustonRoundBallReview.com. I still have... The YouTube channel, Houston Ron Bar View, for videos as well. We've got interviews from uh, Coach Sampson that I did today. And speaking of being, you know, one or two media outlets, I was uh, one of two at U of A's today interviewing Coach Sampson. So just letting uh, listeners know this is this is how it is. So 
clearly today was Texans playing Thursday night football. So local media was covering, prepping for the Texans. Well, I don't know. Maybe that was the case. Maybe the, the outlets had other reasons to not be in U of H. I was there. That's by the line. Any view is posted at HoustonRoundBarView.com. I'm going to type up some uh, some of the quotes and put in written form for for people to read as well, because I know some folks prefer the written word rather than video. So I'll do that, that uh, hopefully Friday. And there's some interesting things that Coach Sampson uh, discusses. He talks about the health of the team. Uh, it's not tip-top. Not everybody is 100%. Fabian White was, you know, all freshman last year in the American. He's still not practicing yet. But for a while, he had his, uh, I think, left foot in a boot from injury that he suffered this summer. He still hasn't really been cleared to practice. But uh, he will. He is expected to play this year at some point. So, and Coach Sampson, in his way, asked him a question. He answers it and then gives you more. <clears throat> he was asked today to, to discuss and preview the you know, November 1st exhibition game versus Dallas Baptist. Coach Sampson talked about, uh, in addition to that game, he talked about the scrimmage that U of H has this Saturday. Wildcat, you know that the NCAA allowed teams to have secret scrimmages. Well, right. the scrimmages have, the secret scrimmages are no longer really secret. Yeah. Now, the you teams. Can, you, can mention, you can mention the team's name, but you just, and there's no invite. It's a closed practice. It's what it's called is a, a controlled closed practice. Correct. So, uh, Jeff Goodman from Stadium Now, he used to be with ESPN, compiled a, a list of all the not so secret scrimmages. So, you can go follow him on Twitter and look for that. But U of H's opponent in the upcoming scrimmage is Texas Tech. Stats will be kept uh, by, you know, the respective schools, but they will not be publicized. So, right. unless someone leaks it out. But the schools have <laughs> promised each other that they're not going to be the ones to publicize right. the stats. And honestly, yeah. listeners, it's not important who wins or loses. It's really just to go against another opponent and get a chance to compete against a different uniform. Go ahead, Wildcat. Now, um, I got it. It's being at Rice today, Rice men will be scrimmaging Stephen F. Austin, who I understand gave Texas A&M all they could handle, and they beat up on Texas A&M. I'm just reporting back to what, what was given to me. Whether So I don't know what the final score was. I don't know what, what transpired, but I understand that it didn't end well for for the Aggies. On the women's side, they scrimmage HBU this Saturday, this weekend, which will be interesting considering they've scheduled for, uh, Rice has scheduled PSU early in the season in a uh, non-conference game. So, after Saturday and Sunday, after by, I'd say about 6 o'clock Saturday, I'll know one way or the other on how the women did and on Sunday, I'll know how the men did. Hopefully, it all went well. Right now, as of today, everybody's healthy on both teams. Coach Hera and Coach Langley are both looking forward to this upcoming season. 
Coach Langley really scheduled his team to find out early on what they're capable of doing. Uh, they The first two games are on the – well, they actually have three games, but the first two, game one is against A&M on the road. Then they leave from there and go to UCLA on the road. Uh, have one more road game, then they come home for that season opener against Texas Southern. Looking forward to it um, just because of what they did last season. And let me – real quick, real quick, let me add um, – Rice's game against TSU is uh, November 20th. That's a Tuesday, I believe. And last I heard, that is has been planned to be sort of a homecoming of yes. previous Rice women's teams, the really championship teams, to come home and be a part of uh, the crowd for that game. So I'm going to be there for that because I'm old. Yeah. I covered some of those young ladies when they were hooping at Rice. So, yep, we was on the road with them. We, we hit the road with them. They took us places. Yep. Uh, on the uh, fellow side, they've got eight new faces. Uh, got some some guys that didn't play at all. They didn't play at all, and a lot of uh, transfers. Uh, today, with two of those transfers, were uh, spoke. Josh Paris and Jackie Williams. He's a graduate. Jackie Williams is a graduate transfer. The team's a lot taller, a lot bigger. Uh, they've got eight players, six, seven, or bigger. Uh, which and last season, you and I both know on the men's side that was they needed help in post play, uh, just because they 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 were every size. Everybody that came in, especially in conference play. They when they went big, Rice wasn't able to. And this they Coach mentioned they it was a concerted effort to go and get bigs this this season. He specifically talked about started uh preparations for this season started in July just because they had the trip uh the European trip to Spain. And when teams get those those trips and they come once every four years, it helps because it gives them um almost a month of practice time to and at least two weeks of actual game time together so you can kind of like figure what you got get ahead of what you a workouts and your, your team bonds because when you're on the road in europe you're it you're on a plane for 12 15 hours you're riding around on buses you don't speak the language so you got to bond with each other and you find, like Coach said, you find out who likes each other. And one way or the other, it doesn't start at the beginning of school. So they, everybody on the men's side, they pretty much talked about that as they uh bonding and uh, melding uh, the, the unit together. But everybody's looking forward to this upcoming season just because they had, they had late season situations where they weren't capable of finishing in certain situations. Now they have they they've had time under their belt. Uh, Aiko Adams, who's an upper class uh, a leader on this squad, point guard. He's looking for he's looking forward to you know being able to get some things done just because they they had that time in all the Spain uh, to go on the road this summer. And that's that's pretty much what I've got as far as what it transpired today. Um, the Southland is the Southland. Hopefully. You know, that uh, it's still, you know, Stephen F. Austin, um, 
and San Houston State, you know, there's, there's fight for things. HBU has got to fight. Joshi Barr is back, from what I understand. Um, uh, Conference second team. Joshi Barr, big I, man, skilled feet, skilled <laughs> yeah. hand oh, yeah. and, and footwork. And I'm not sure if, if we, and excuse me for interrupting you, we can get back to you because I want to. Oh, no, go ahead. Because that, 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 you know, when, he, when he went went out last season, they didn't have a big. They didn't have a big, uh, experienced big to come back to step in his spot. That's what hurt them later on. This year, seems like everything has got, got corrected. And if he stays, you know, healthy and all and and, hold, and finish out the season, HBU could be looking for an extended run just in the tournament, in the conference tournament, which they hadn't had in a while. And I'm going to give you a flashback as well, but speaking with Ron Cotter from <laughs> HBU, he compared, or he has compared Josh Ibarra's passing footwork and hands to Olive Miller, who Coach Cottrell um, coached when, while he was at Arkansas, and Coach Cottrell was on wow. Nolan's staff. So he said Josh has, if he doesn't have the best pair of hands, he has the second best, only to Olive Miller. So, listeners, wow! That is, there you go. From you know, that's an interview I did with Coach Cotter. You can go to the website or go to SoundCloud. Uh, what else do I do with the interviews? Um, Stitcher, yeah, etc. To listen to the interview I did with Coach Cotter, and you can hear for yourself him compare Josh's skills to Oliver Miller. So, once again, you're hearing information that you have not heard or hear anywhere else. On this podcast, on the KG Fifth Wildcat and Doc podcast, and in this change of format, Doc's HBCU segment will focus on hoops, men's and women's hoops. Um, he obviously still has his radio show on Tuesdays, so we're going to just focus on basketball in the podcast. He may touch on his top five, top ten in football or other sports, but that's just going to be a teaser for the radio show. This podcast is going to be focused on basketball. So as Wildcat mentioned, um, scrimmage opponents, got to find out. I haven't heard anything, but TSU men scrimmage HBU on October 21st. Hadn't hmm. seen or heard any results. U of H's scrimmage, the opponent is Texas Tech. Uh, according to Jeff Goodman, the game will take place in Fort Worth on Saturday the 27th. So there is, and it's not difficult. You can can just Google Jeff Goodman, secret scrimmages. You can see the entire list. He's got it broken down by conference who each uh, member school is scrimmaging against. So I tweeted out, retweeted it maybe a week ago, whatever at uh, my Twitter account, the HR review, but uh, you just go uh, Google search Jeff Goodman or look for Jeff Goodman on Twitter. and. He's even he's even getting getting receiving the scores and some information from the scrimmages. So, like I said, um, Houston, Texas Tech may not put out anything. They promise not to put out any any information, any stats about Saturday scrimmage. But if someone leaks it, <laughs> I'm just letting you know that that is a possibility as well. If Jeff, Jeff Goodman gets the info from somewhere, don't be surprised that you, if you see, a, you know, some numbers out there. I think Villanova scrimmage against North Carolina 
oh, maybe two weeks ago, and quote-unquote won by double digits, 10, 20 points. But in scrimmages, as you, Wildcat, touched on, they're control scrimmages. So they are, depending on how the coaches want to handle them, it could be 10-minute quarters. It could be 20-minute halves. You know, and then different tweaks may play 50 minutes, two 20 minutes and a 10 minute session, different things, different things like that. So it depends on how the coaches want to handle it. But the coaches are just doing it, like I said, to get a look at their talent, get a look at how their players go against different competition to prepare for the upcoming season. So it's not, you know, a death knell if your, your school loses, quote unquote, and it's not a massive indication if your school wins, quote unquote. So, but U of H will scrimmage against Texas Tech on October 27th. And I want to say, if I can pull it up, I think TSU or Rice, one of those two scrimmages, has two scrimmages. Uh, let's see. Rice, Rice scrimmages Stephen F. Austin Sunday, as you touched on. Let me see if TSU has two scrimmages. Uh, let's see. Yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> TSU has a scrimmage on the 28th against AM Corpus Christi. Oh, 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 oh. Really? So, yeah, let me see if we can find out some info on that. And according to Mr. Goodman, Preview Men scrimmage against AM Corpus Christi on October 20th. And October 26th, they will scrimmage against San Houston State. Hmm. I even match up. That could get interesting. Literally. So, different, you know, the podcast is, is has, this is the new podcast as you prep for we're closing out 2018 and prepping for 2019 and 2020 going forward. Shift gears. Um, and, you know, please go to my website, HoustonRombardView.com or www.v hrr.com numerous articles i posted and written uh, with comments from coach huey u of h women and his contract extension that he got a three-year contract extension from u of h uh, the cougars and and his goal for the team to reach the sweet reach the sweet 16 this season comments from the players angela harris jasmine harris sweet deal hawkins Jasmine was predicted all-conference first team. Angela was picked all-conference second team. So the expectations of U of H women's basketball is on the rise. They embrace those expectations. I still have to see them do it on the court. Um, the non-conference schedule is difficult. Their first game of the season is on the road against California, against Cal Berkeley. I think Cal's picked fourth or fifth. I think fifth in the Pac-12. I mean, everybody knows who follows basketball. That's uh, a powerhouse conference in women's basketball. But that's outside of Houston. So it's just focusing on Houston Cougars women's team. Picked third behind UConn and South Florida USF. Wildcat and I interviewed Jose Fernandez of South Florida. Get his, get his thoughts on the conference overall, but specifically um, Houston and Coach Huey. Coach Fernandez and Coach Huey had known each other for years. So I, I did a, wrote an article of, uh, with Coach Fernandez's comments about uh, Houston basketball and how he 
has seen how he says that Coach Huey is where USF and UH in basketball was 18 years ago. Coach Hernandez says Houston is where they were 18 years ago. So USF is a national power, a consistent top 25 program. That's what Coach Huey wants to build UH into. So you can go to my website and read that article. You can go to my website and read comments from uh, Coach D'Antoni and the Rockets. Post game last night, the Rockets lost to Utah. More importantly, fourth quarter, James Harden left the game with a tight hamstring, tight left hamstring. Today, this afternoon, Rockets medical staff gave an update on Harden and his hamstring. He is a grade one plus strained hamstring. He'll miss the next two games. Uh, Friday against the Clippers, and then to be re-evaluated before the road trip starts on November 2nd. A newcomer, James Ennis, has a also has a, a, a hamstring strain, and then he'll miss the next two games as well. And then Nene, big man, is still dealing with his right calf strain, and he'll be out at least two more weeks before he he'll be re-evaluated. So all three of them will be re-evaluated in either after the next two games or within two weeks to determine the timetable for their return. Wildcat, uh, got to get your thoughts on the Chris Paul, Rajon Rondo uh, <laughs> skirmish scuffle. If you've seen footage of it, did you did you see spit come out of, intentional that, spit that, come out of Rondo? Yeah. The, 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 the feed that I got, I, somebody sent me because I went. I, I went online. You know, all you gotta do is go online and ask. Does anybody have a a better uh, up close view? But yes, it was a spitting, and it was from Rondo. Was it intentional? Yeah. Yep. See, I disagree. Because you, because you, you, one, you don't just up and just start. That's just doesn't come out your mouth and all unintentional. You know, we we've all been up close talking to somebody, and we know what accident looked like, and we know what intentional looks like. Do you believe? Uh, do you this, agree with the the two game suspension that Chris Paul got, three games that Rondo oh, got, yeah. four games? Because because it, it was because what's in the book. This is what's in the book. This is what the rules are. Punches can be exchanged. But when there is contact, and that's listed, that word contact is in the book. You get a minimum two games. If there's intent with, like you, you it's like what, what um, uh, Ingram, I guess. It's, mm-hmm. Brandon Ingram. Like he, like he came in, he walked, walked back into the fray and went to throwing punches. Yep. Three games. So why not more? He only got four. He he was surprised. He said himself he was surprised that he only got four games. I, that's that's up to a person in charge. And Kiki Vandeway was there. They went through everything, and I guess they was trying to get it done before the next game started available. It would have been different if the next game for both teams would have been, and I mean both teams involved, because both because that's where you penalize that. You're not waiting until. You know, one uh, one team playing one next night, and then the other one playing Monday. 
you got to go with the first team that's coming that's coming out of the block, and that was Houston. They were scheduled to play the next night. Correct. They had they had less than twenty four hours to kind of like to put that to to make a decision on where they were going with that and start the suspensions as quickly as possible. That is the reason why it looked the the suspension time looked like it did. And as I mentioned on the on the text, you know everybody's uh, fine was looks like it. And I'm just that's just me saying I hadn't got it confirmed yet that it looks like it was predicated on how much it was costing them per game as far as their contract was concerned. Right. It's that's big. why that's why Chris Paul's fine looked so big. Because I had some people that asked me like, what is that? I like, oh, okay, I can answer that quick. Uh, because what you're doing, you, you speculate. Uh, but it's, it's pretty much Chris Paul makes the most out of everybody on a game by game basis. So that, that's how I was. That's what the fans look like. Yeah, all three were suspended without pay, and I didn't know this, but based on the part of the new collecting bargaining agreement, or the most recent collective bargaining agreement, the uh, suspension without pay is, is one one forty fifth of your salary. So Chris Paul making so much money, that's why his fined amount seems, you know, is so much higher than Rondo's amount and Ingram's amount because he makes much, 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 much more per year than those two guys. And real yeah. quick, I, I, I looked it up and I forgot to mention the young ladies for Prairie that I forgot who were preseason all SWAC first team at guard, Shayla Dobbins, and then center, excuse me, forward, Jaira Cobb. Um, both of them are first team. And if it, the PV listeners and alums who are listening to this podcast have not read the comments from uh, Coach Pugh, you go to my website. Coach Pugh has been coaching basketball a long time. I'm yeah. not saying she's old. She's been coaching basketball a long time. She said Make this the statement that she, team, that she said. Make the statement that she said. She said this PV team, the 20, 2018-2019 squad, is the fastest team she's ever coached. And when I saw that, I was like, wait a minute now. This woman been in the swag, been around basketball for a long time, coaching, coaching. Mm -hmm. And for her to make that statement, I was like, wait a minute. Whoa, back up just a little bit now. And she because said, here's another kicker to it. She is a quote. Last year's team, when she was at Southern, I coined the term mayhem to play hard, play fast. This year, talk about her PV team. It's like mayhem on steroids. This team is so much faster, end quote. Now, making that statement, coming from where she was at, that's saying a lot about just PV and Texas Southern alone because you and I both know when they've played Southern and Grambling, they've got after people. Mm-hmm. And for her to say what she said, that means she thought her teams were fast. She thought her teams were capable of creating a lot of mayhem. Yep. It'll be interesting to see what that defense looks like with this squad doing what she did because she created some 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 pains for both Prairie View and Texas Southern while she was at Southern. And I believe PV plays Rice. 
on yes, the hill, on the hill, because I know we talked about Rice hosting Texas Southern on November twentieth. So looking forward to that matchup. But Prairie View opened the season November fifth against Jarvis Christian before going on the road to face Oklahoma State. And talking about secret scrimmages, um, U of H women will scrimmage Oklahoma State and Mississippi State. So I'm hoping that I'll that a little birdie will tell me how give me some results on on how those yeah. uh you know went. And yes, Prairie View hosts Rice Saturday, December eighth at three PM. And the game will be shown on uh Prairie View AM Sports Network. Be interesting. Oh, by the way, because uh, this is gonna really make it be a lot of fun. Folks won't It'll definitely make some people feel old and think back a while. You know, with with Nancy Mulkey being able to play this year, it'll be interesting how that how that, this squad you know looks once they get a real post player. Um, I, was, I mentioned it to SID. It's pretty much you know two kids highly decorated out of there, Danetta Hayes uh, at that time, uh, and. Uh, coming from Sterling and uh, Nancy Mulkey coming from Southwoods, both headed off to Oklahoma. Things didn't work out, and headed back to Rice. Mm-hmm. And as they say, got a post player. Let's go to work. And as they say, the rest is history. And I'm hoping history repeats itself. And you and I are going to a tournament one way or the other. But I'm looking more so for U of H men be taking us on the road this season. Agreed. And I'm glad you, you brought it back to U of H men because getting closer and closer to first game in the Fertitta Center, Saturday, December 1st against Oregon out of the Pac-12, 8 p.m. tip-off. Game starts, will be broadcast on ESPN2. Um, Coach Sampson, as a coach, uh, he's not into, you know, the buzz around campus like his players are. But Corey Davis, Brian Brady, Aiden Robinson, all three of them told us while we're in Philly how they've heard from folks and alums, you know, students on campus, as well as alums, how much they're looking forward to the upcoming season. Corey even told me, he said, folks have even interrupted him while he's eating breakfast to let them know, let him know how much they're looking forward to the season. So people I'm are hyped up. Because when people start interrupting you while you're eating, they're looking for something. So when you're sitting down eating and people are stepping over and saying, hey, 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 uh, we're going to be stepping out this season. Want to see what y'all look like. And you're eating? That, that, that says something. Yep. So they are hyped that up. And uh, Coach Sampson, he hinted at it, that the rotation will be uh, eight or nine deep this season with uh, newcomers, Dejan Giroux, Bryson Grisham, and transfers, Sid Alley, who set out last year, and their freshman, Nate Hinton. Those four people he expects to be part of the, the core rotation. But three of those four, as Coach Sampson told me today, haven't played a basketball game you know, D1 level or major basketball since March of 2017. And Coach Sam has a great way of putting things. 
He said, you know, this team has questions, but questions are not a bad thing. Questions are not fatalistic. We just have to find the answers. Look, he's looking forward to finding the answers. He believes in this team. He believes this team will be very good. He has set and established a good basketball program at U of H. So newcomers, you know, U of H is at that point where you don't rebuild, you just reload. And Nate Hinton, freshman Nate Hinton, was tabbed as the conference freshman of the year preseason. But from a little bit I have seen of him in practice, he's got a bright future. Uh, he has skills, he's strong, and he will get stronger. He, uh, Coach Sampson uh, mentioned that they can play one, two, three, and the four, depending on the lineup. He's about 6'5", 200, 210 right now. So the team will be versatile and score inside and outside. Breon Brady uh, mentioned that uh, Coach Sampson put it on him, saying that Breon is the most improved player on the squad. Breon accepted that. Breon says he's in he's in better shape. He's prepared to handle the load of being a senior on the squad, the responsibility of being a senior. He's looking forward to the season. Uh, he's looking forward to people being in the seats. I think you and I know that uh, Houston is a fair weather town. So it'd be a question of how soon people will come to U of H home games. Will it be at the start of the season, which the first few games will still be at TSU? at the H&P Arena, or will it be December 1st because it's the first game in Toyota Center and it's going to be an event when folks start coming to see the Cougars play, or will it be until conference play when folks start seeing the Cougars play, you know, because football season will still be going on until January. So we'll see how that goes. As U of H alum, I'm curious to see how many alums, those folks and students who say they're hyped about the season, who are looking forward to the season, how many of them Put the butt in the seats, so we'll you, see how that goes. So I'm, I, I wanted to, you know, this this town is is all about new. Once the newness falls off, I want to see what transpires afterwards, because it a lot of talk, actions is going to speak louder. And we're going to wrap up this podcast, but I got got to get your thoughts on the rumor that the Rockets are have proposed sending four first round picks to Minnesota for Jimmy Butler. Dude, I was going to, well, first of all, the fact that they're still in the hunt, I'm happy. I can go to sleep and, 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 just, and rest easy because every day somebody's always asking that question. When is this going to happen? When is it going to happen? What is it going to take to make that happen? And all I can tell them is just like what to, to get, what gets told to me. At some point, they're all going to figure it out and going to make it work because he always does. The key is whether they're going to be able to get it done on their own or do like he, uh, uh, go about the route that he normally does th- through, you know, a, a, a company of teams, you know, either two, either one more, a partner, uh, two other teams involved to get a triangle working, but the fact that he is is has, is staying on that when that day happens, because if he's only this late and the season has started, Daryl's gonna figure out a way to make that happen. 
before that trade the trading deadline or before somebody else makes it you know attempts to make a better deal he's just gonna figure it out and yeah. i hope i hope it happens i i really do because that will will alleviate a lot of issues in, on the post and on the wing and defensively that will not be a drop off it just won't because then you can you, you can Move, make some other moves and all to to make it all work. But Jimmy Butler coming in, folks, that'll that'll put us where we that'll put us where we need to be. Because the objective of the Rockets, and Daryl says this every day, I am out about getting that team on the West Coast, and he ain't talking about the Lakers either. It's all about the Warriors. They standing in our way. Yep. That's him talking. Am, oh, I, am yeah. I wrong? No, no. He says it. He lets everybody, he, in case you forgot, he reminds you, our goal is to beat the Warriors. Yep. Every day, every day, every day, that building is, opens up, I need to walk through there. It's always about, I intend on thinking out a way to, to beat that team out on the West Coast. They're standing in our way. They got something that I want. And you got to have that mentality. If you intend on winning these days, you got to have that mentality. Got to. How can folks find you on the internet, sir? You can find me Facebook, Twitter, TweetDeck. JL Woodley One, Jerry L. Woodley Jr. And oh, oh, bad language that fellow. Bad language. Uh, and you can find me on Stitcher, SoundCloud, Blogger, Blogspot, YouTube. AKSV, DCSR, the College Sports Report, and I just, uh, and I, re- I will be remiss if I don't mention this, just because it's been a while since this has happened. Rice has two players picked in preseason All Conference: Erica Gomeke at guard and Nicole Idamarco, uh, swing a uh, uh, wing. She's second team. All, uh, uh, both were picked for all conference this year. And let's see. Oh, and Jasmine Smith, freshman guard, expecting a lot. From Kincaid. That, that's all I was told. I wasn't told anything else, but I was told, point blank, expecting a lot. And all I can say is a lot of smiles. A lot of smiles. Oh, and some, they hadn't had, had, had a point guard in a while. They hadn't had a real point guard in a while. Yeah, some rankings. Jasmine was uh, top 100 in the country. Yep. <clears throat> so, uh, yes, Coach Langley and the staff got a, got a talented player. In, in a, yes, sir. So there is talented basketball teams on the college level in Houston. At yep. Rice. Rice women. You rates, Rice men are building and getting oh, yeah. better. I'll be surprised if they're if they finish in last place like they were predicted preseason polls. I just don't see that happening. But I, I see them doubling a, a minimum of doubling their wins this year. So that and would, that's getting around getting around fifteen to to seventeen wins. So they're getting better. UH men are expected to get to the NCAA tournament. UH women. Remember that what he just said. Remember what he yeah, just said. Uh, yeah, expected. I, I, that's right. Expected. Expected to get to the to the tournament. U of H women have a goal to get to the Sweet 16, 
I just want to get to the tournament. But as I wrote this week, Buffalo and Central Michigan both made it to the Sweet 16 last year. So U of H is saying, why not us? So yep. they've, they've embraced that challenge. TSU men and women should be competing for SWAC titles to get to the NCAA tournament this year. So basketball, I think HBU men will be better. HBU women would be better if they could just stay healthy. Their problem, yeah. last time I spoke with Coach Finney, she only yeah. had nine healthy bodies. So now, now, go ahead and say what the rest of is. <laughs> Make so, the rest of the comment. So, the she, the you know, she was joking with me, asking me if I could come over and be a practice player because they didn't have enough healthy bodies and to help out in practice. So that's what that's they That's one are. of the reason I had been by there. <laughs> so, yes. Because you're not putting me out on the floor. So she that's was joking about she told him She told me and told you, I think, that their practice yeah. at, is at 6 a.m. I said, well, that's good to know because I'm not going to be out there. You know, she want me to stand around the corner in one spot. I'm, that's about all I can do because my hooping day is over. But uh, And lately, my, my right knee is, can predict rain quite well. So... Uh, <laughs> That's not a good sign. That's not a good sign. But basketball sign. is the focus of the pot of the KG Fifth Quarter Wildcat and Lock Podcast, specifically local basketball. Uh, with and then we'll branch out based on how the local teams do on a national level. Because you know, obviously, the farther the Rockets go, we're going to discuss that as well. So, mm-hmm. and the farther U of H goes, far farther any team, local team goes in the tournament, we're going to discuss that as well. So, once again, my website, HoustonRombarView.com, has been updated as uh, Google Ads to help out KG. Click those ads, listeners. I, I ask you, click those ads. I'm still always seeking uh, companies who want to sponsor. You rate alums who want to sponsor a fellow alum. Contact info is on the homepage of the website. I'm just throwing it out there. Not many, because this is football season. Still, I'm not stupid. I'm not blind. But as of right now, until basketball season begins, until football season ends, the other media outlets are focusing on football. I focus on basketball. That's what I do. This is all I do. So all the website is, is basketball. So if you appreciate the work that I do, appreciate the work the Wildcat does, Support us. Uh, I want to give a shout out to a listener, a follower on Twitter who noticed, and uh, he's a TSU alum. I'm not even sure if it's uh, he or she, honestly. Uh, TSU alum read my article that I did today about uh, Johnny Jones' comments about Trayvon Reed. Noticed that my uh, Facebook comment section wasn't working. He notified me. Uh, that it was working via direct message. I appreciated that. So I, I, I fixed it, made a correction on throughout the site. So now you can comment via Facebook. I don't know everything. Walker doesn't know everything. If no. you see a mistake, let us know. The yeah, mistakes. Don't leave, don't, don't leave hanging. Yeah, don't if you see hanging. something that's wrong, let us know. We can correct it. We are not too proud to correct mistakes. So I, I thank that person for the comments and the, their comment after that they made once I fixed it was go Tigers. So 
that's cool. I got, hey, the comment section, that's what it's for. Yes, you make comments, be respectful of, of uh, other people in the comments because I do not want to, but I sure will. I don't want to cut off the moderator. I don't want to be a moderator and shut them, shut them down because some people have lost their minds and become dis- disrespectful and throwing out profanity and stuff because I'll cut it off in a heartbeat. I don't play that. I'm all about respect. I, I give respect and I expect, I expect respect in return. Pure and simple. This is KG, Beautiful Wildcat and Doc podcast. Once again, Doc is on the road. So it's just been me, KG, and the Wildcat this evening bringing you this podcast. Basketball, basketball, basketball. And we're going back to our roots. It's what we used to do. So we're going back to it as our focus. This is how it's going to be. We hope you enjoy it. We really want to, as we get further along into it, we really want to become uh, interactive with our, our Twitter followers. Uh, we want to get people really to comment on our Facebook page. But more and more, because this is what we're going to do. Basketball, basketball, basketball. And naturally, because of who we are and we have strong opinions, we will delve into things going on in in the world that we don't agree with. And yeah. don't worry. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. In our next podcast. We're not going to ever get that up. Don't make that mistake. We're not going to ever get that up. Correct. We are going to talk about the uh, jury finding the three defendants guilty oh, yeah. in the NSA ruling. Yeah. That's a farce. So we're going to talk about that. That'll be another podcast. I got to get Doc, yeah, gotta get doc part of that. Just, yeah. Because, because this, that, that, that's going to take a while. That's yeah. going to take that. That could actually take up uh, the major, uh, at least 30, 40 minutes worth of speak just because of the legal situation and the legal involvement in, in, in it and what transpired. And they, the, the sad part is that they aren't finished. That's oh, no. just the first three. Yeah, they got those three defendants were found guilty. They won't be getting their sentencing until March. You have two more trials scheduled in 2019, but I'm pretty sure those defendants will seek um, settlements because they, now they see this first group of defendants found guilty. They don't want to be found guilty, I'm sure. So they'll try to reach an agreement, a compromise. But yeah, we're going to discuss that in more detail in a future podcast. So we're going to wrap it up. Uh, okay, thank you for you got something to add. Go ahead. I got one last thing, and I just got a text from somebody. Uh, don't forget to mention about our homecoming. Now, I, I've made this statement early in the, in the year against at both to both programs. I don't know who does that because it's up to the school when you want to schedule homecoming. Let's let's just admit that that's a school school thing, but this. Upcoming weekend, it's going to be. A, uh, I don't know who's who's playing who, but both Prairie View and Texas Southern are celebrating their homecoming this upcoming weekend. I, what is Saturday is October the twenty seventh. I got it on my calendar. Yes, I will be there. If nobody else is there, I'm going to be there. That's just who I am. Mm-hmm. And you are the and college that, report. Yes, I am. And that is all out for me. You can find my, uh, uh, make this, uh, you can find all my information on the social platforms, Facebook, Twitter, tweet that, J.L. Woodley 1, Jerry L. Woodley Jr., Stitcher, SoundCloud, 
YouTube, Blogger, Blogspot, AKSV, VCSR, The College Sports Report. And I am KG of the Houston Round Bar Review, Houston Round Bar Review on YouTube, VHR Review on Twitter, HoustonRoundBarReview.com. Listen to our podcast on SoundCloud, Google Play, Stitcher, and TuneIn. My interviews as well, those same platforms. Hit us up on Facebook as well, KG, the Fifth World Wildcat and Doc. Facebook page, basketball, basketball, basketball. Going to wrap it up as I always do. In conclusion, be true, be cool, and do more. <laughs>